Hello, hello, beautiful people. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Namaste. I am Jasmine. This is Shakti Maitri Podcast, a place where we ignite the divine feminine with loving kindness in our being. And so the topic that I'm going to be speaking about today is the topic of purity in the context of purity in our intention. And so purity in our intention, when we are clear on who we are, on the shadows that come up, on knowing, accepting, integrating, and loving all parts of ourself, we can fully be aware as to what is my intention? Am I declaring an intention of service to help other people but am I secretly wanting attention and admiration and honor maybe praise for my ego so is it really coming from a place of my heart or is it coming from my ego and you can tell the difference because with the ego the ego always likes to have fluff it likes to have excuses and there's usually contraction around those excuses felt in the body And the heart, the heart is always, always, always an expansion. So feeling lightness, possibility, wonder, curiosity, all of these things are felt senses in the body. And so I was talking to my mentor about like really getting fucking irritated with social media because I feel like I spend a lot of time on there so that my medicine can reach other people. And... I find myself getting lost and scrolling. I find myself getting unwanted attention from men, especially old middle-aged men. And that I've just, I don't want to say I've struggled with that all my life, but I have. Fucking old, like middle-aged men have been creepy to me since I was walking next to my dad on the streets of Mary Mesa, San Diego. Like they would honk at me, they would yell nasty ass things to me from their cars with my dad next to me since the age of like 10 years old, maybe, maybe, maybe like 11 or 12, but since middle school, maybe even younger, I mean, people have been making comments, but women everywhere struggle with this and something that I want to speak to is that speaking for myself there was times when I wanted that attention when I wasn't getting attention from my mom and my dad was working from home like balls deep in his work you know doing what he does and not really being able to pay attention to me whatever and so attention from men whether it be unwarranted or not was a source of attention that was feeding my ego, an ego that was so thirsty for being seen. And was it truly being seen? No. Did it water the shadows of my ego? Yes. And so I talk about this because I posted a reel that I wanted to share a wellness practice that I've been doing of polar plunging and just like letting my inner child play, basking in the sun, swinging on the swings at the park with no one else, I mean, with kids around, but I'm the only adult on the playground. And taking little videos of myself doing this because I want to be a mirror to show other people that 
it's possible to take risks. It's possible to hold hands with your inner child and not put a leash on her or him or them. And I got like almost like 800, 900 likes. Like I do not get that much attention on Instagram on my, um, on Chakti Matri, my business account. Um, and my mentor said, you know, every, like the frequency of the energy that we put out is the frequency of the energy that you receive. And so I wonder if there was any shadow aspect that was asking for attention or was seeking to be seen in that way, was seeking to be desired. And that kind of took me back because I was like, okay, that thank you for the reminder. It's true. The energy that we put out is the energy that we receive. And it she reminded me that when we have the intention of putting something out that is, you know, I want to say prayed for, and I'm going to say prayed for, when we set and seal the sacred intention that the incantation that this is going to be, it's going to be an avenue for a potential client or someone who needs to see this, someone that will benefit from this this will serve them and I'm not putting any intention or energy or effort or inviting nor am I available for being sought after lusted after for my looks rather I want my inspiration my I want my energy to act as a divine inspiration in mirror for beings with also pure-hearted intentions And so I looked at myself and I was like, wait a minute, I've been seeking attention my whole life. I slapped a little filter on this and I used a little angle that make my titties look nice. And I, you know, made myself look a little more tan. And for sure, I did these things. And yes, there's a way to do these things that I'm basking in the divine feminine of my being and I'm glowing and I'm radiating and acting as a divine mirror. And there's a little bit of an energy, and I was holding both, a little bit of an energy that's like, I am hot as fuck, I am lusted after, people want me, whether it be any kind of attention, people see me and they know me, and that is one bad bitch, and blah blah blah. And it's my personal belief, looking back, that if I were to have been very intentional and aware of what energies was moving through me when I edited and I posted and I recorded. Because we get to step into whatever essence, whatever the fuck essence we want, period, capital fuck. Like, we get to embody whatever the fuck we want to be. And so what do you decide to be? I pose this question to you. Like, I, I'm, I will future pose to myself whenever I'm creating anything. It's a good reminder to do this consistently. What energy am I embodying? Therefore, what energy will I be putting out? What ener- and therefore, what energy is being invited in? What am I tapping into right now? And is this something that I want to I want to cultivate? What is the energy I'm tapping into and what is the energy I'd like to cultivate? And when we get really clear on this, when we accept 
there is a little part of me that wants to look hot as fuck because I'm hot as fuck. We're all hot as fuck. We are all hot as fuck in our own hot as fuck ways, right? And I'm acknowledging there's a part of me that and this one is a little harder to come out. I'm acknowledging that there's a part of me that did like unwanted attention and invites unwanted attention because it makes my ego feel a little good. It makes my ego feel a little good because I'm used to that attention coming in pretty regularly. And it's fed my ego for a long time. And I'm also seeing that there's the intention of inviting people into my space, inspiring people, acting as a mirror to show the infinite possibilities of the spiritual, earthly, and tangible, intangible realms. It's all there, and I own all of it. And the intention that I, that I really purify into is the intention of I want to be in service for the divine unity of all beings. And that is where I redirect. I call all of my power back to me. I purify my intention with, an in- with this inc- incantation of being in service to the divine unity of all beings. And I allow everything else to be in flow. Because it's interesting how much less work we actually need to put into something when we get real solid in our foundation. And this is a lesson that I learned over and over and over in starting a business. It's if my foundation's not solid, everything will crumble. It's the same with everything. That's what I teach with parents and kids in therapy is that when you don't have a foundation of love and trust between parent and child, they're not gonna respect you. You have no money in the bank. They're not gonna put away toys if you don't ever play with them. And so I went to yoga class after reflecting on this, you know, last night. And my intention in my yoga class was the intention of purity. Purity in my intention. Not purity like, I'm going to do this perfect, but purity in, I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm going to accept myself. And I'm going to be aware of the energy that I am tapping into, embodying the essence that I'm cultivating. And so there was this neat little pose that always brings up emotion and shadows. And I would argue the biggest pose that does this. And it was pigeon pose. Pigeon pose is where you are in a plank position. You, so you can go into it from plank or downward dog. And you bring one of your legs in like a seven. So that your shin and leg is in front of you. Your knee is behind your hand. And you're really allowing your hips to open and your hips store emotions. They store trauma. They store generational trauma. They store memories. The fascia remembers. The body keeps the score. And this is huge, especially for women, men, super tight hips. And so when I was in pigeon pose, it was easy to focus on the contraction and the fuck, this is a lot of tightness. I used to be doing way better than this. I used to have my hands on the ground and my forehead on the ground when I was in high school. Like, what happened? And so I could see those shadows. I could feel those shadows. Please excuse the ambulance driving past me. I am driving home from yoga. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, I could see it all. 
And then as I took my next inhale, it was just as easy for me to feel the spaciousness created by my inhale. Just as easy for me to focus on all the parts of my body that there was air, that there was expansion. And so vacillating between the two, I realized I have the ability to be pure in my intention in this moment, not by staying in the shadow or staying in the light, but by accepting both and vacillating between the two. Because when we have the ability ability to vacillate between perspectives, accepting and loving all, we are literally limitless literally limitless because you you see the shadow is just the unseen it's not like something to be hidden it is hidden it's in the dark but it's just not seen right and so when we can accept those parts of ourselves and we can see those parts of ourselves there's no stopping us There's nothing that you can say or do or make me feel shame or guilty about that I haven't already accepted and loved in myself. And you can call this so many things. You can call this awareness. You can call this liberation. You can call it tantra. You can call it samadhi. You can call it the path to moksha. Whatever you call it, it really comes back to that felt sense in your body, that loving, completely accepting awareness of, I know what I'm cultivating. I stand by it. I leave room to vacillate within it. And no matter what happens, I love it. I love the process. I love myself. And I am grateful for this life and this journey and what I get to do and experience. And the bad no longer becomes bad. The dark no longer becomes good. It just is. Everything is. Recognizing connection with all people. Everything, all beings are one and everything simply is. And this is the energy that I'm tapping into. So thank you, thank you for being here with me. I'm excited to hear how that sounds on the recording. (laughs) All right, I love you all. Namaste from my heart to yours. I recognize you. I see you. I honor you. You are divine. I love you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Goodbye. Wait for it to be exactly 15. Okay, bye.